Anything on the net tonight? Nah, nothing but newbies. Yeah, probably have some dinner. Oh, goody, crank up the microwave. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 72, Operation Friendship. Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, season six, Dale. We're going to be done with this show before you know it. You know what? One word came to mind, Chuck, when I was watching this episode. That one word for you uh, business savvy bingo mm-hmm. players, rubric. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. If we, were, if we were put together a rubric of of the number of Tales from the Crypt episodes versus the number of Tales from the Crypt episodes that we enjoyed like if we put a a, a number value uh-huh. in like some sort of risk assessment square idle you know what i mean okay uh not really but yeah let's go i'm like I'm what would it be like you know i mean because overall we love it and and this is not to say anything for this episode <laughs> i actually love this episode but like how many times overall would have have been like you know uh, three stars or less on the five star. Oh, you I know see. what I mean? Like, yeah, they call that the over under. Yeah, like how? Like, yeah, I mean, are we just whipping ourselves in the back? <laughs> like, I mean, because we love it, right? I love that. I love it. Yeah, but also yeah. sticking it in our veins like this, you know, week after week. I, I yeah, I was just thinking like. Melissa and I are watching Seinfeld for like the 10,000th 10, time all the way through, you know? Yeah. And you just like, you knock them down. You just watch Bang like five episodes in a row. Yeah. Like, what if we did that with this? Like, could we handle the, right. that straight? That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Straight shot. Right. Is it better that we space it out? I feel like I might get just like sick of it if I, if I was like ramming this one after another down my throat you know yeah i think i think at that at that level of products productivity Mm -hmm. uh yeah it would be i mean we would probably be super sour yeah super sour. oh yeah yeah (laughs) well i'm i'm proud of how far we've made it without i mean we've been a little sour i'd say the last few episodes at times right um but I think we did pretty good. I really don't know what the over under is. I just, <sighs> you know, I yeah, I just wish. I don't know what I wish. It, this is uh, this is a, a moment in time. This is us. This is our evergreen content here on yeah. Bat and Spider. But you know, should we have like as a data? I'm not a data person, but it would have been fun to see us assign a value to each episode, and then overall, like, see the did we overall enjoy? Wow, maybe an intrepid listener could do that, right? Um, go re- listen to everything 
right? And and assign a number value for us. Yeah. <laughs> based on our gut feelings. Yeah, based on how many times we say that was cool during an episode. <laughs> I tell you what was cool this episode, Chuck. Tell me. Operation Friendship. Uh, Michelle Burke was cool this episode. <sighs> Very cool. Very cool. Just, just oozing... Uh, 90s white girl beauty. Yeah, dim- you know? the dimples. I mean, she, uh, for those in the know, she played Jody Kramer, Mitch Kramer's big sister in Dazed and Confused. And oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> was she kind of, was she the bully girl? Was she like the really mean one? Uh, no, she wasn't. Uh, no. No. Okay. no, that was like Parker Posey. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was right. the nice one who invited the freshman girl out to the party after. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. she was cool. And then she asked nice. us, then she asked the seniors to take it easy on her brother, Mitch. And that arguably got him oh. whipped even harder. Yeah. Bad idea, Michelle. The greatest line in that movie is when Mitch to his sister says, just don't ask her to take it easy on me when he's, when they're talking about <laughs> mom catching him. <laughs> Am I, am I watching Days and Confused after this episode? Oh, man. I, I keep getting flashes of Mitch sitting in his bedroom, putting his headphones on oh, the hi-fi. Dude, yeah. <sighs> is, that the, is that the very end of the movie when he comes home, goes to bed? Is that what that's from? Yep. Oh, man. That's the very end. Dale, I haven't seen that in so long, <sighs> but it was a very important movie. Oh, man. It, I was just considering like shifting some... In terms of letterbox speak, <laughs> shifting that yeah. up into the upper upper quadrant, you know what I'm saying? Move it's a paperwork around. It is so, yeah, it is just, it gets better, and it gets better with age for me. I mean, it's just, it helps me relive a time. Are we doing Dazing and Fuse for a special Halloween episode of Bat and Spider? <laughs> On October 31st? <laughs> God, you never know. You never know with us. You never know. Tate Donovan. I know his name. I recognized him. No idea why. Yeah, he's that guy. He is one of those guys. That you say that guy. Yeah. It, it was really driving me crazy. Let's but see. I'm not going to look. <laughs> okay, I'm not looking. I'm closing the li- I'm closing the tab <laughs> cuz I'm not looking I mean, either. Argo's the first one, but I don't know. I erased that movie from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> um he was in um he was in Man in the High Castle. In 2060, but but when I think Tate Donovan, I think like late 90s, early 2000s, right? So, yeah, who knows? This boy's working a lot of credits. Yeah, basically. I mean, he was in. Um, he worked with Rachel. Oh, he had a run on Friends. I'm seeing that. Yeah, he was like the other private buyer of Rachel, private shopper with Rachel. Huh. I think they wooed each other for a while. Co-wooing. Wooing. He was in Space Camp? Oh, Space Camp. Oh. But, Dale, this episode, it's about Tate Donovan. He's a computer programmer. He works for, like, a banking software company. <laughs> He's a genius at what he does. Sheer genius. He can program anything. But his, like, uh, his boss at work is taking all the credit for everything he's doing, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's not standing up for himself. And that's sort of the setup at work. We we follow him home to his uh, one-bedroom apartment. And at first, we're like, hey, he's got a really crazy, obnoxious, uh, out-of-work actor roommate. 
Um, but it's soon, <laughs> it's soon, you soon realize, hey, this is like an imaginary friend situation. Yeah. I thought I was watching a Tim and Eric sketch when uh, he came home <laughs> and, and his imaginary friend said, just started saying, daddy's home, daddy's home. I was getting uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, my God, I could totally see that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it was like, I mean, he was just ripped from the pages of, of whatever was cut out of Drop Dead Fred. He was just total <laughs> yeah. turnt to 11 as imaginary friends go goes doing you know trying to be jim carrey doing voices and mm-hmm. being wacky jumping all over the place being dirty uh, oh saying the most disgusting things yeah, i mean repulsive any, every woman in sight just yeah. horrible right you know he's he's uh but he's also tate donovan's outlet i mean for so long he was tate donovan's outlet he's he gets pushed pushed around at work he's kind of uh uh, he's a big pushover, you know, mm-hmm. people take advantage of his kindness and his intellect. And, um, you know, he just kind of gets the short end and Michelle Burke moves in across the hall. And oh, yeah. the day he meets her, she's got like these knee high <laughs> socks on. You're going to cut this part out? Maybe you should cut, cut that part out. I don't know. Just go with it. Right. We'll see where, where it ends. I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll decide later. <laughs> and, um. Boy, she's just, you know, she's just the most adorable, awesome person that could move in across the street and be your neighbor. Dale, that scene when she's uh, bashfully asking him to go get Chinese food with him the first night she moves in because mm-hmm. she doesn't like to eat alone. Yeah, That is. was like uh straight guy uh, catnip right there. Oh my God. <laughs> just the way Perfect. she was talking to him and all the signals yeah. she was giving off. Right. Might as well have been, you know, little bluebirds landing on his shoulder. Exactly. Adult. It was an adult Disney movie mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, as I open my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and this mic picks up everything, Dale. I can't do anything. Can't help okay. it. But that's what price, small price to pay. Yeah. But yeah, they they go out to eat Chinese. And it's going great. I mean, the only bad thing is is just his uh his annoying imaginary friend just keeps buzzing around, annoying him, saying horrible things, and then they, and then when his friend finds out she's a psychologist, then it's like, hold on, put the brakes on, get out of here. She's gonna uh, mm-hmm. she's gonna tear us to shreds when she finds out <laughs> what's going on in your head. Which I absolutely boy, I love that angle. It, yeah. It, <laughs> There, there needs to be no explanation. There needs to be no like red flags or flares sent up by the imaginary friend telling you why this is a bad idea. But yeah, as soon as she, as soon as he hears psychologist, he starts to panic and he starts yeah. like trying to sabotage his his real friend's whole life. Yeah, because I think it. he said, "Do you remember what happened in, when you told our second grade teacher about me?" That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. didn't go well. Yeah, and uh, and it's, the rest of the episode is just friend Eddie sabotaging Nelson's yeah. um, chance at love and luck. Yeah, this is Hollywood. This is like you could have turned this into an uh, hour and a half Hollywood comedy. One hundred percent. It's it's like ripe. You know, it was a, it was great for it. Get like Jonathan Silverman in there 
or uh, C. Uh, Thomas Howell. Oh my God! You know? Wow, <laughs> you just perfectly casted this guy, Jonathan Silverman. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Total, total. You know, sorry, Tate. You're maybe not big enough, but yeah. Jonathan um, Silverman, though, in '94. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had his own sh- his own sitcom right around this time. Oh my God! I think Jonathan Silverman's show came. What was it like the two thousands? I'm googling it right no, now. No, really. Jonathan Silverman show. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna guess 1997. It started. My God. My God. Oh, I think it's earlier than that. Actually, it's 95 to 97 from Damn. for the single guy. But the single guy. That's it. The single guy. But I'm not giving up hope here. You're still, did he get a second chance in the early 2000s? Is that what you're thinking? That's what I got. I have to think this. I have to. (laughs) I was so into that show. I can't believe it only ran, what, like two seasons? Was that on, that was on the Thursday night uh, NBC. That was prime time, right? That was the Seinfeld Friends block. It was uh, squished in there. Yeah. Around. That's true. So I I guess you're right. Um, the single guy. That's kind of I'm a shame. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Who who else was in the single guy? Is Tate Donovan in it? <laughs> um, you're about to find out. Please, Ming Na Wen. Mm, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So she stars as she's in the Marvel universe. She was on that Agents of Shield show for many seasons. Uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> Holy shit! Was <laughs> it? Joey Slotnick, which um, you would know his face oh. if you saw him. Yeah, he's great. Oh Love my him. God. Hold on. Uh huh. Chuck. <laughs> Look at me. All right. <laughs> Put I'm your looking. hands where I can see them. I'm looking. I, okay. Olivia Dabo. No. Was in this show. Are you kidding me? Are we, oh are we, God. do we owe it to ourselves to do John Kassir was in four episodes? What? It all comes full circle. Don't you understand? I mean, this is what I talk about before we hit record and after we hit record. <laughs> this is what I talk about. Mariska Hargitay was on the uh, three episodes. You think Jonathan Silverman's just like pulling all the favors that he. Oh, yeah. This is his Dan Cortez on nine episodes. That's <laughs> Dan Cortez. The ho- host of MTV Sports. Wow. I mean, Ernest Borgnine. Holy crap. He must play his like dad or something, right? Yeah, he's got it. He's he plays Manny Cordoba. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he plays the doorman, Ernest Borgnine. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. What was that? Um, Jensen Daggett. She was in this. Uh, Ernest Borgnine was. There was that clip of like him on a talk show when he talks about basically like, playing with himself or something. Remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> This is Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Cryptkeeper presents Ernest Borgnine. Uh, I just Googled Ernest Borgnine interview masturbate, and you'll you'll find <laughs> the interview I'm talking All about. All right. I'll, I'll look after the show. Yeah. It sounds like it's not for air. I think, I guess, it, oh, it was on Fox and Friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh no. God, yes. Poor, poor Borgnine. You guys look it up out was. there. Thank you. Thank you for the Ernest Borgnine segment of uh, Crypt Keeper's Coffin. Well, I know what we're watching after uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, we owe Single it. Guy. I mean, because 95 to 97, I wasn't, you know, what was I doing? Watching uh, 
NBC uh, primetime. That's what you're doing. I wasn't. Wednesday, though. you were buying comic books, I'm guessing. Thursday night, you were watching Seinfeld and Friends and Single Guy. Mm-mm. And Friday night was all uh, TGIF, Step by Step. Yeah, Step by Step. And whatever else was over Family there. Matters. Mm. Yeah, I mean, just like, this is this is the, the depths we'll go to. Yeah, to talk about. For this. To, to talk about something. <laughs> to fill dead air. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, I didn't hate this episode. I, I, I liked it for what it was. And, and maybe it's, it, it, it was that sort of sitcom or this could be a, an hour and a half feature comedy, um, that you would watch in TNT yeah. on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, and, and to be, and to be fair, to be sure the end of the episode, I mean, he, the, the friend, the imaginary friend real nearly talks him into shoving a pillow over, um, yeah, um, her face, and she's a little startled when she wakes up, and he runs off. But then they squabble, and he basically, what happens is, I mean, he forces Tate Donovan to basically, uh, at least internally, take his own life, and Tate and and the imaginary friend takes over, and becomes yeah. the prominent alpha personality. He lost to the little devil on his shoulder, right? So now Tate Donovan's walking around full of hubris and, but he's also getting what he needs in this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's in the office bossing his uh, boss around, you know, telling him what to do, you know, getting the, uh, the executive ladies saying, I see VP stripes in your future. Mm -hmm. That kind of shit. But we don't really get any uh, uh, closure on, on the neighbor. After he, te- uh, he yeah. after she wakes up with the pillow in her face and he runs away, freaked out about what he just did, hmm. uh, we get nothing about that. Yeah, unfortunately, I would like to know. Oh, and our our Ethan Supley cameo was uh, very quick. That's why he was like way at the bottom because he he just shows up in like a yeah sort of a, a, a fever dream. Ain't the mirrors. You better start running. Of horrible people throughout his life <laughs> appearing at the foot of the bed after a uh, post-coitus post-coitus right is that right yeah yeah that was coital um yeah so he just he, he makes a little bit of an uh, an appearance and you're right i mean if it wasn't for imdb i mean would we have even gotten would we have ever known that yeah he was in this curious how old he was at the time uh, you know, because he must he's have been like, a baby. Yeah, he was young. When did this air? This is, yeah. So uh, I think Mallrats comes out ninety five. So this was the year before. I almost bought Mallrats in that um, Arrow sale. Oh, I forgot about the Arrow sale. Good. I think I'm just not going to look at it. <laughs> yeah, good. No, you're better off. I I didn't. I almost. And I had Mary Cavanaugh from. Uh, she played like a sister. What's her name? A nun. Probably hit. Our boy with a ruler, but she's from uh, League of Their Own. That's where I always. Uh, oh yeah, is she the one that sings karaoke? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Great scene. She's awesome. She's also um, in Men in Tights <laughs> as like the uh, oh the the handmaiden's handmaiden or something oh, Marion's nice. handmaiden. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, you know I give this one a fifty percent score. That's you good. know, the, it, it's funny because there's no. There's nothing scary about this one. Like it's all like, I guess you could say it's psychologically scary, but it's done so lightly and yeah, 
it's such a goofy thing and there's zero blood you know just like the threat of murder that's about it yeah yeah it was um, very um could have been used on cable tv for something else totally but high five that was great great episode high five I guys high five yeah you it was fun you it's folks fun. out there dale i want you to tell me next week's episode Next episode, we have Revenge is the Nuts. <laughs> Residents at a shelter for the blind turn the tables on their cruel overseer. Ooh. Uh, oh. I like it. What? Stars Anthony Zerba. Yeah, who is this guy? We just. You recognize him? Yeah. Why? Wow, he's in the Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> I just watched something. If we didn't watch something, I just watched something. Hmm. Oh, he was in Kiss Meets Phantom of the Park. He was? He was the 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 uh the mad the mad uh scientist. Oh wow, yeah, of course. This picture on IMDB, he's like all grizzled and dressed up as an old cowboy, and I did not recognize him. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh now I'm excited. Yeah. I loved him in uh Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Dang. Dang, oh, dang, this is going to be cool. Terry Polo from the uh, Meet the Parents franchise. <laughs> nice. Isaac Hayes. Oh, nice. John Savage sounds familiar. He's in the Deer Hunter. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be fun. Uh, directed by Jonas McCord, who is still in the business in, in various ways, but he's he's done some things. He directed a documentary called Vietnam Requiem, which makes me immediately want to... Yeah, which you're... I'm, zo- I'm downloading right now. Tractor beaming right into. <laughs> and uh, that's it. So that's going to be cool. next, next, next. Um, Revenge is the nuts. Silly title. It's That doesn't even make sense, this title. <laughs> Silly title. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like that. Oh. <gasps> Tell me. It just occurred to me. This is the story from the... Um, the first Tales from the Crypt movie. The uh, remember the old oh. blind guys who gang up on their oh, their new uh, yeah. like Dean. <laughs> awesome! We get to see another take. I love when this happens. Get to see another take on uh, the same story. That'll be cool. Good, good, uh, good on that pickup, Chuck. Very good. Yeah, I'm excited now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, we gotta go. We gotta blow. Uh, thanks for your time. Have a good Saturday night. <laughs> Happy Saturday. People still say that, right? Have a good Saturday. (laughs) Have a good Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday is what we would say, like when we were leaving each other's house from watching Tales from the Crypt live in the 90s. Hey, enjoy Mm -hmm. the rest of your Saturday at 11. Have the... (laughs) Yeah. Holding our silver bullets in our hands, walking out the door. (laughs) This is the only reason we're friends. Uh, Bye. People listen to this show, right, Chuck? Daddy's home! Daddy's home! Eddie, not tonight.